Blog Talk Radio. Uh It's Tuesday night. You know exactly what that means. It's October 19th, 2021. And we are in the city of You're overmodulating and breaking up. Literally, I heard nothing you said except "woo." Ladies and gentlemen, that's all. That's all. That's all you needed to hear, my friend. That is everything you needed to hear. But we are in the city of champions. Finally, the title is back in Chicago for the first time ever. Chicago. Well, then it wouldn't be back. It's here. Well, in basketball, it's the first time ever. But it's the, there's a pro title back in town, my friend. For the first time since 2016, we are professional champions. The Chicago Sky got her done, and I haven't stopped partying since. Uh, Wow, taking a drink there. Uh, Yes, sir. Cheers. Cheers to the Chicago Sky. Cheers to Vandersloot, to Kalia Copper, to Quigley, uh, to CP3, uh, Dolson, Stevens, the whole crew. Chicago Sky got it done. It took just four games. Sky in four, my friend. And that's pretty much all that the weekend in Chicago had for sports. Well, you've been very, uh, very proud of this, the Chicago Sky, to the point here it's almost annoying. Why? Where, where like, you, uh, you, you get upset when anybody jokes about it. Like, you've been this diehard fan for the last year, couple years and, like, you know, if somebody makes a joke about attendance, you get all whiny and bitchy and moany like, ma- like, like you're invested on in this thing. You watched a couple games with your kids, and that's awesome. Who makes and a joke not- about it? Who, who made I, – I haven't seen any jokes. I've seen some people be pretty Never. fucking disrespectful about it, which is ridiculous, saying that uh, no fans showed up when they sell out a 10,000-seat arena twice. This isn't like 2014 when the Sky were in the finals against the Mercury, when Garth Brooks – kicked him out of their then home stadium of the Rosemont Horizon when we went to that show. Really, really great time going to that show, by the way, Garth Brooks. Back then it was like that. This is a whole different ballgame. They've got a whole city behind them. They've got the QB1 of the Chicago Bears behind them. They've got Chance the Rapper behind them. They've got all of these superstar Chicago Bulls behind this team, and we're all there. And I'll tell you what, if there's any team that I want to spend my money on in this town right now, if there's any pro sports team that I want to go watch live, Besides going to the Blackhawks game next Wednesday night, um, it is the Chicago Sky. They're the only. They're, they're the team. They're the team that seems to give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, you get all you got all feisty for for uh, you know for the Sky, which is cute. I mean, it's adorable. But long time fan, long time fan. How long have I had this brick, Al? How long have I had this brick right here? See this Sky brick. I still respect people who want to have a little fun with it because you know, after all, it, it is. Who wants to have fun? Why? What's fu- I'm having fun with it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. No, Hell, no, no, you're I, getting angry about it. I couldn't about go something that you're hardly that invested. I couldn't in. go. I couldn't go to you the break. You caught a couple games, uh, I, but you you declared it like one of the greatest basketball games of all time, which is just absurd you're, when you're talking. To it was grownups. It was the in most. Their 40s who, who grew up in their 90s who saw the Bulls and, and all that. Who who remembers the 90s? College, 
from college through the pros. I mean, what you say that was one of the greatest is it, it, just absolutely absurd. It's comical. That's pretty I fucking know. rude, Al. It's some of the best stuff I've seen. I know. I know. It's very rude. It's, it's the best. It's, it's the best that I've seen. I love watching this team. Or quit. Just like that. It's all you had to get to get him to quit was. Tell him, uh, you know, ask him to be realistic about the, the, the Chicago sky. And it is a great moment. Like, you know, it's it's fun. It's good for the city. Uh, we, we, we need it. But at the end of the day, it's the Chicago sky. Yeah, what, you know? you, what you got to understand about it, Al, is that, like, oh, I, understand. I haven't seen somebody play the point guard position like Courtney Vandersloot did. I mean, she's magical out there getting it done. Allie Quigley showing up when she needed to to hit the threes to complete the comeback in game four. Candace Parker, I never really got to watch her because, well, I didn't watch much WNBA, admittedly. Uh, but she also played on the West Coast. It's hard to watch that. Phenomenal. And then KFC, Kalia fucking Copper, man. Let me tell you, Kalia Copper getting it done. I, one of the most talented ball players I've ever seen. She's phenomenal. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's been a blast. An absolute blast. And let me tell you. That was very kind. What was that? What? What are you doing? Are you recording me? Are you playing me back? What are, what are we doing here? No. What are we doing? What are you, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know, man. Whatever. Let's do a show. Let's have it. I don't mean to be rude. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't hey, like very hey. much when people make light of it. Like it's, it's, there's nothing really hey, to make it, light it's of. Sports, Clark. You're supposed to have some fun. Yeah, like but you get, you get, you get pissy when people don't like what you like. That's like a common thread in the life of Clark Lordson. Well, no, what you need to do is make light of the Chicago fucking bears. Like, why don't don't you make light of it? Because they're pretty hilarious out there. It's the funniest. It's one of the funniest football teams I've ever watched. Yeah. Well, why, why, why do you say that? I agree. It is. It's pretty, uh, pretty. Oh boy. And now, now the Packers fans are showing up out there. Facebook Eric's over there. He says, he doesn't even have to say anything. He says, good evening, gents. Don't rain on my parade here, Eric. We're, we're talking about the some champions, Chicago champs. Yeah, in, in ladies' basketball. What do you mean in ladies' basketball? Why do you say it like that? I don't understand what you mean. I well, how did I say it? You it's said in ladies' basketball, like you're undercutting it. In ladies' like, yes. well, In men's it? football. The Bears play men's football. Right, right. Yeah. Fuck. You understand there's a different degree of talent in, as I say, men's basketball versus yeah. women's basketball. I, I would say uh, that people are talented in different football ways. football versus professional football. I would say that the women are talented in different ways. League, the Canadian League versus uh, the American football. Yeah, I, I would agree. But I'm telling you, it was some of the most tense that I've been watching basketball in years uh, since, like, Derrick Rose's heyday with the Chicago Bulls. Well, what happened while I was at the beer stand was. Uh-huh. No, that's all I got. All right. It was, uh, so uh, how, what, how was the uh, parade today? You were down there. I'm sure you brought your girls. You're very passionate about this. So I would assume you, you and the, the girls, uh, Hazel oh, and uh, Vera, were I gotta down tell there. You, like, and, uh, hang how, on. How did they enjoy let the me turn off. Let me turn off the pissy pants here. All right. Can, can I, I'll do that, and, and I will tell you. A uh, little rewind. Thank you. A little, little rewind. Here's the thing. Uh, I, I had decided I wasn't going to pull Hazel out of, out of school today because she's just a little too young to remember it. Like, I was like, ah, she's six, seven. 
Then I'd pull her out of school, bring her down there. We'd be down there at the Pritzker Pavilion, beautiful facility designed by Frank Gehry. You know, he did the Guggenheim Museum, the Disney Concert Hall oh, in L.A. Yeah. It's Guggenheim. just a gorgeous building. Uh, we'd be down there to watch the Chicago Sky celebrate with a hell of a crowd. Um, but I decided she's just a little too to do that. Like if she was six, seven, probably, but still, she's just four. I would have brought her down for well, with all your with all your vigor and energy, I'm sure you yourself just to uh, have an opinion for the show. Well, how was it? You're class? damn right. It was everything that I thought it would be. It was absolutely everything that I thought it would be. The champs were there. Hell, Dolson was smoking a cigar up there. They brought the door with them that Diana Taurasi broke, and the people showed up. I saw little girls wearing little girls wearing some. Uh, KFC jerseys. I saw him wearing CP3 jerseys. I saw him wearing all kinds of it. What this Where did? Standing, Clark? What's that? Where were you standing? Where I was standing in the back, in the in the back, uh, like a little ways back. Yeah, I so didn't. You, 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 you didn't go. Well, I was working. I work. Hell, I did go. I work. I work literally a half a block from it. Like I work right next to the Pritzker Pavilion. That's where my job is. So after the tour went out. I went and I walked over and I got to see some of the things. So you stood, you stood there for a second. No, I watched. I watched most of it. I didn't get to see the parade because I I couldn't get over there because I was checking. I was doing my job. I'm a I'm a professional, Al. I'm a very I'm 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 very good at what I do. So hold I was on, doing hold that. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody's calling in the larger hotline here. Let me see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Hold on, yeah. Hey, hello. Oh, it's somebody who is actually there. Uh, can you tell us about the event? That's that is not true. It was rocking. Hello, Chance sir. Was singing. Can, can you tell us what uh, all about the event? Like, the stage was right there for me. It was over there. I was in the back right, looking at the stage. That's where I was. It was phenomenal. Well, you know, it it, it is. I yeah, for first of all, I don't like parades. I cannot stand a parade. Parades yeah, I went to one with you before, and we were pretty miserable. It was hot. It was Blackhawks. It was yeah, my ridiculous. Yeah, running afterwards. Yeah, that was oh, a it was a fucking disaster. And, like, we didn't get anywhere near them. That parade, <laughs> we, were, we were on, like, three football fields over or whatever. It yeah. was terrible. It, it was ass to elbows everywhere you look. That's when the Blackhawks won. Yeah. Um, it, it seems like maybe, I that maybe and I, I don't want to upset you, Clark, but maybe the city was a little more passionate. For when the Blackhawks won. Well, I'll tell you this. There's more fans right now for those other sports. But, man, you can't deny that the tides turned a little bit. And I don't think it's just because they were in the championships. Like, the the tides turned. More people are starting to show out and pay attention to it. And we'll see what happens. I know, for me, it, it comes back to, and I watched the entire press conference after the after the victory with uh, the Sky. The Mercury, by the way, were uh, – Al, they they were they were too pissed about losing, so they didn't do a press conference. They were they were pissed about it. They were very yeah weak sauce. Where's Kevin when we need him? Kevin from out northwest. He's our big WNBA guy. Like right now is when he should be watching the show. He should I, get him well, over here. Anyway, I I would like to take him over to give a shout out to Mary Lauer, who went to Irving Crown High School. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure she's part of the selection committee because she wrote. On uh, an NBC Chicago post, I made a comment on uh, post of the day. So I'm sure she's part of some larger co- selection committee, and I, I've been named uh, post of the day on baseball. So Eric, this you. guy, this Mary. nice job. This guy never played out at the Sears Center, actually, Eric. Uh, they used to play at the Allstate Arena, but now they play in town here, down at Wintrust Arena, and they sold it out, a little over 10,000 seats for games three and four of the WNBA now, Finals. 
when you say sold out, do you think they really sold it out? Or do you think they, they like WWE sold it out? Away? Yes. That's what I'm guessing. I think they really sold it out. I do think uh, I could get into the stadium for game four for about 60 bucks. But if I wanted to sit in the lower bowl, it was $300. It's not bad. Like, sure, it's not Chicago Cubs sitting front row after 108 years of fandom. But it, it, they had a great showing and played really great basketball. If, if you, if you want to watch the highlights of it, I think you'd be impressed with some of it. That's all I'm saying. So you're going to get your season tickets next year? I think so. I'm going to see. We might just get two, and then I'll, you know, I'll take one kid at a time here and there, and then maybe, maybe we'll do a whole family once in a while. But uh, I would love it if, if I could. And I got to say, a lot of this comes back to and watching that press conference with uh, Candace Parker. She mentioned that. She said she talked to uh, Kobe Bryant's widow a little bit beforehand and uh, thanked, thanked her to thank Kobe and, uh, and the daughter Gigi because he was really starting to push women's throw basketball. And it's, it's unfortunate that the helicopter thing happened because uh, I, think that, I think that they would have accomplished that with that wow. guy's worth ethic. Ethic and what an eloquent what an eloquent way to describe the man's death that helicopter thing. Um, yeah, you know the helicopter. What else do you want me? Do you want me to go into detail about what happened? Well, the tragic passing it of was, an American sports icon. What is what I was foggy thought. day. No. Anyway, join in on the conversation. If you're watching on Twitch, we appreciate it. If you're watching uh, on Facebook Live, we appreciate it. And, of course, we always appreciate our podcast listeners and blog talk listeners and those of you watching right now on Twitter. Thank you so much. Twitter? How is Twitter watching now? I thought you got banned. You worked that all out, and now they're uh, featuring mm-hmm. the show? Oh, yeah. They, uh, we, we, worked, we worked out our differences is what we did. Absolutely. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. Jesus, where are you getting all of these? Where, when? I'm back, baby. I got a soundboard. I I was only I was only able to just fill it with a couple drops before uh, I ran out of space on the C drive. So I got to clear out the C drop, and I got to get my my uh, drops back. It's gonna be like 1990 all over again. Uh-huh. Guys, you're watching and listening to Live at the Sports Attic with Larcher and Lawrenson, a show that's been around since 2012. Do I always have to say that? I, I say it every time. A man with great ambition and no morals. I wouldn't bet against you. Yeah, very much so. Hey, you know, you can join in on the show. There's a phone number to call. Uh, Clark, did you, did you know that number by I, chance? I've heard about it. There is a phone number to give a call and to. I remember now. It's it's uh, 760-454-8834. Give us a call. Dial in. Get fired now up with the program. Your turn. The Joseph's Finest Meats Hotline. <laughs> man, oh, I've had a cold, man, I've had a cold all week. I, I feel like I, I might be dying. Pretty certain I'm dying. I did a quick COVID test. I did the at-home uh, COVID test. Yeah. You're going to swap your own damn nose. Did you get a negative I on passed. that one? Yeah, I passed. I, I passed mm-hmm. with flying colors. I'm, uh, you know, I passed with all the tests. So I never need to study. I just pass them. We've got a couple of those around the house. We, Hazel's taking them at school now. They didn't even tell us. Like, Well, we signed up and said, yeah, she can take them a month ago. And then two weeks ago, you know, it's not exactly organized for some reason. Two weeks ago, she comes home and she says, yeah, mommy, I did, I did a COVID test. I figured they'd let us know day of at least or something like that. But no, it's, 
That's it, man. Like, uh, yep. Uh, yours was negative. Hers is negative. I took one with her that night. It was negative. You know, I went and I, I grabbed the, uh, I'm a Pfizer guy, so I went and grabbed that booster because um, I work in tourism and, tra- and transportation. Uh, I ne- swear to God, you knock over old ladies to get your shots. Ever since these shots came out, you, you knock over old people. You're like, oh, I'm first. I'm first. I got to be front of the line. Al, Excuse me. Al, Excuse me. Al, there's nobody, there's nobody there. Like, no, there, there's so many COVID shots available right now. I could go and take six of them, and I'm not taking them from anybody, right? So I went and I got it. The next day, some hives on my lower stomach area on the, on the right side. And then, because it was last Tuesday, we did a show that night. Wednesday, that happened. And that started clearing up. And the next morning, all over my back, both sides, hives all over the place. So I, I, think, I think this time, unlike the last time, the last two shots, I didn't have any side effects. I think I, think I got some side effects. I think, I think my body's saying, hey. There's something different going on here. Whew. Let's let's start working. Well, now you are next level now. Next level, Clark Lawrence, your pal Big Al Larcher uh, on the big program, Larcher and Lawrence, and uh, yeah, the Bears. Uh, I slept through a lot of it. You know, I knew they wouldn't get their thirty passes in. That's all I asked for. I, I prayed to God. I said, God, please give me one thing. Just give me thirty passes. That's all I want to see. And I think we got up to like 28. So short Jeez. again. Thanks, God. Really? <clears throat> yeah, that's not great, is it? No, like I said, you needed 30 plus passes to beat the Packers. And um, you know, some things some things worked, a lot of things didn't. The end of the day, the game, at the end of the day, the end of the game, a better team won, uh, as as expected. So it was. Oh, it was so frustrating, Al. Like, the beginning of the game, things seem to be going in the right direction, right? Right. Hell of a first drive. The defense, Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack, sacking, sacking, sacking him. We got him right where we want to. I'm declaring the game over. We win. Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears have this thing. And then, reality struck. It and this has been played out, but it really felt like Matt Nagy just went over there and took over play calling, and everything just fell apart. I know that's not realistic. I know that's not the thing, but that was my thought. I'm like, what the fuck just happened here? But the added plays that they've added into the offense seem like Matt Nagy type plays, not like plays that that make sense to who Justin Fields is. So, you know, again, this this has Matt Nagy's fingerprints all over the failure. And uh, he, he he needs to be removed. He needs to be uh, taken from that job and put into a little room. What, what little what little room? What what's that mean? The the, the little room at the back of Lawrence Fish Mart where they, they keep the bad fish. Okay, take him over there, over to Lawrence Fish. I'm in. Uh, or take him over to Joseph Finest Meats. Well, they need to take him somewhere and just yeah. just lock him up in a room. And, uh, you know, make sure he's not anywhere near football. He needs a lifetime ban from the game, much like uh, the guy who ran the Detroit Lions who drafted, like, five uh, wide receivers. I've always advocated that he should get the Pete Rose lifetime ban for uh, destroying a franchise. Millen? Was it Millen? Matt Millen? Matt? Yeah, that sounds that Something sounds like bad. that. Yeah, yeah, Matt yeah. Mall. They just kept doing it. They draft a lineman once in a while. 
Ryan Pace, what are you doing? Chicago Bears, what are you doing? What do you want to say about this Bears game, Al? They are who I thought we were. They are who I thought they were. You know, you want to throw them in a garbage truck? You want to throw them in a garbage can? Throw them in a garbage can because they are who I thought they were. Here, here's the stats. Justin Fields, 16 to 27, 174 yards, 174 yards with a touchdown and an interception. We can talk about that interception at some point. Yeah. Running back, rookie running back, Khalil Herbert, thrown in there because Williams is on the COVID list. 19 carries for 97 yards, an average of 5.1 per. Justin Fields rushing, six carries for 43 yards, 7.2 per. Not well, bad. That's where he needs to be. That's right where he needs to be on that. Six carries, 40-plus yards. Do you know what Rodgers' stats were? I don't think he threw that much either. Yep. 17 for 23, 195 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. The problem is they figured out how to run. Bears in-game management just – it's a common theme with the Matt Nagy regime. It just – it doesn't happen. As soon as Rodgers and the Packers had a a couple of times against the defense, they figured it out. You run A.J. Dillon up the middle, and he just pounds him, right? Aaron Jones running. Aaron Jones had 13 carries, 76 yards. A.J. Dillon, 11 carries, 59 yards. Man, Aaron Jones drafters in fantasy have to be really upset. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. especially when you were supposed to draft Devontae Adams, and you get Aaron Jones. Like, I mean, you have all the reasons in the world to be pissed off because I mean, it's just it's and people like I drafted AJ Dillon as and some of my my leagues as a late pick because there, there was rumors this was going to happen. It, it exactly is. You know, when when I do my fantasy research, one of the things I, I look for early in the week is pacing of the game the projected pacing of the game and as i've gotten more into fantasy and more into the statistics the more i pay attention to it this game was projected the packers bears was projected to be one of the slowest paced games of the week wow and uh sure enough it was it played out exactly it, like it, that it went out exactly as it was supposed to and yeah if the bears were to win that game they had to be aggressive and they, they had to turn that game into in, into a, a, a fire i mean going back and forth you're probably going to lose a duel with Aaron Rodgers, but you know what? You shoot your gun, and we didn't shoot the gun. And uh, we, we shot it a couple times. I mean, it, it was more than it's been. but When it's scripted at the beginning, you know, Jay jumps in and says that. The opening drive scripted. They looked all right uh, the first drive of the second half. If I No. Yeah, man, it just it wasn't happening anywhere. Oh, breaking news here today, Al, and it's not good for our chances in the next week uh, coming up in week seven. We've got another COVID issue here. Robert Quinn has tested positive. The Robert Quinn, who we didn't know if he was even around last week, last year, but this year he's been showing out. He's been showing up. He's been real good. He's he's been playing to his contract. You know, uh, I I don't know if we're still number one in uh, the league in sacks. We are. They're they're the number one duo, Mac and him. They have the most sacks of anybody else. You know, quarterback quarterback pressure is key. Um, You know, if you have a weaker secondary, which we do, if you can get pressure, you know, it forces the ball to the middle. 
where, where your linebackers are, and, um, you know, good things can happen, and that's what the Bears have been banking on. That's why we have wins is because of that duo. And, um, you know, with him, with him down, you know, uh, it's going to be a good week in fantasy to fire up your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, it, you know, Aaron, this Tom Brady, this guy, he's, he's, he's over 40. He, he, might, he might even be near his 60. This guy's still throwing 400-yard games. Like, it's just insane. And the, Bear, the Bears are yet to, to see a 400-yard game since probably the Clinton administration when he was blowing his saxophone. There's no – yeah, that's true. There's, there's no, like, rhyme or reason to how Tom Brady is still doing what he's doing. Last year, of course, the, the Bears beat him. Like, what, what, was, what was one of the teams that he couldn't beat during his Super Bowl year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Holy cow! The Chicago Bears. Uh, yeah. But he's unreal. And without Quinn in there, and we might as well, Akeem Hicks, he, he, he uh, hobbled off the other day. So we don't know where he is on this whole deal either. Right. It's not going to be like good. I said, that like defense I said the is. Of the season, Go ahead. Like I said at the beginning of the season, I think Akeem Hicks is done. I think he's toast. Uh, I think he's dust out there. So, well, you know. get what you can out of him. He still gets a sack or two in there. He takes up yeah, a lot of yeah, space. No. Like it, <laughs> he's still playing. He's not, you know, he's like a, he's like a guy who's still out there, you know, like Larry Fitzgerald uh, three years ago, okay. you know, where yeah. he, there was still, there was still something there. He could still play, play, you know, half a season, but then he starts turning into uh, dust. Man, have you seen that Bears commercial? Not a Bears commercial. It's like a Rivers Casino commercial with Mike Ditka. Oh man, I've seen a couple of them. It's, oh, let's. Mike, just stay at home now, right? Like, right up, go Johnny Carson right off into the sunset, and let's not see you anymore, Coach. Don't talk. It's, it's the first time I've ever seen a human being than God. Ah, oh, that guy looks like an old fart. Yeah. Oh. Now I know what that means. Like, now I, I see, you know, the, the definition of it. Like, yeah, it's just. Uh, it's amazing because. Uh, you always looked at him as he still looked tough, even five, six yeah. years ago oh, on yeah. TV. Like I didn't want to go up to him and try to challenge him to anything. Like he'd kick no. my ass. Like if I said the wrong word to him, I thought he'd get punched in the fucking face and I'd be out cold for an hour. But now he, he, he just go into retirement coach. Just go, go do your thing. No need to do these commercials with the rivers, but I mean, maybe there is maybe, maybe money's needed. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's okay. I mean, the the man has a barbecue sauce. Like <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. Is that what? Is that where you you put the like somebody's okay if they have a barbecue sauce? Do you think that Stubbs guy is suffering? No, Stubbs is doing fine. You man, think, that's a great baby barbecue. Ray? You think Sweet Baby oh, Ray? Oh, Sweet Baby Ray, dead? just money Thank everywhere. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, my question is. How do you think Jr.'s doing? Jr.'s barbecue sauce. He's fine. He's got a condo in Florida now, on the beach, where he, he sips his uh, drinks and bitches about wrestling. <laughs> and then he's got his home in uh, Oklahoma, where God, God knows what he does. He kills cats. Yeah, he does. He no, wait, hang on. Um, it was Jan's birthday recently. He wished her a happy birthday. Of course, Jay gets it. It's not the poverty line. It is the barbecue sauce line. That's true. That, that is true. That is absolutely true. Speaking of the poverty line, did you get any squid games in under your belt yet or no? Still no, waiting? I, I, don't, uh, 
I don't waste I don't waste my time on popular culture. Oh, okay. Okay. I was, okay. At, I was okay. at local okay. wrestling, supporting local wrestling. Hey, did you ever see the Korean movie that won the Oscar? No, I never did because I could never I could never find it with subtitles. Like, how am I supposed to watch it if I can't? If I can't understand it, how am I supposed to watch it? I'm not watching the Squid Games until you watch that movie. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. What was it called? Do you even remember what it was called? I don't know. Uh, Parasite, I think. There, it's yeah, that is it, actually. That is a- absolutely what it was called. Uh, I I will watch Parasite. And then my tip for you is don't make the mistake yeah. that we made the first two episodes because we weren't watching the screen so much. So I watched it. The first two episodes of Squid Games I watched with English dub and uh, – English subtitles. Mistake. Complete mistake. First of all, watching it with English dub, it was too campy. It felt very much like uh, just campy. Um, And then also the translations are different. So like you'll get a goddamn out of the voice, but it's 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 fuck on the on the subtitles. You know what I mean? So that's annoying. So from now on, it's all Korean audio. We're watching it with the with the Korean audio and we're watching it with the uh, English subtitles. That's the only way to do it. And that means you've got to put down the phone. You can't be doing your fantasy football during it. You've got to watch. You've got to dedicate the time out. Well, what happened while I was at the beer stand was Jay had it. Jay had it there. When you do a drop of my voice, do you think that sometimes people think that I was just saying that out of nowhere? Like, What? You, you just uh, – Clark, tell me again what you think. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. God damn it. You're welcome, Clark. You're welcome. That's not that's not how this goes. That's not it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that that is you. Uh, uh yeah. Watch, uh, watch watch I'll watch I'll watch Parasite and then I'll text you about it and then you've got to start the Squid Games. Everybody's watching it, you know that, right? Everybody's watching it. Not everybody, pal. Not everybody. Uh, I mean, we can keep talking about this train wreck of the Bears. If uh, if anybody wants to talk about it, give us a call, 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. Coach Nagy. I'd like to thank Clark. Yeah, thank you, Coach. Um, uh, give us a call. We can talk about the Bears still if you'd like. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Was there anything wrong about what he said, Al? When he said, I still own you, was he wrong? Well, it's true. He may own us, but, you know, uh, 30,000 stupid hillbillies with one tooth own the Packers. So, that is, that's you know, a great point right him. there. They own him, and you know what? They're getting some love tonight. That's an you excellent point, my friend. My friend. Oh, and I, you just you want to punch him in his face, like when he does that. And he said that he saw one woman giving him the bird. And there were like, you saw videos of it. There were like 20 people up there giving him the double bird, which is exactly how it should be. But they're not wrong. Like he literally, he owns, like he owns the bears. He owns the bears and it's true and it sucks. And how does that end Al? How does it end? Is Nagy, is Nagy gone? Are you done with him? Is he gone? Well, Nagy's here's how it ends, Clark. I'll I'll give you this. This is a spoiler alert. You know, if if you're into the spoilers, this is a this is a major spoiler alert. But what happens is, as the season ends, Matt Nagy will be fired. He will be gone. He will be thrown out. His bags will be packed, and we will never see him again. 
Then Aaron Rodgers is going to leave the Green Bay Packers, and he's going to go away. And he, he's going to be go to a team far, far away, and we're not going to have to worry about him. Then Adam, uh, the, the receiver, Adams, he's going to leave too. He's going to go away. And then Justin Fields, he takes over the Bears. And we get some offensive line help. And we, we, we start seeing a promise land. We get some new things going. And before you know it, we will be the champions of the world. And then we will be having a parade of our own, which everybody will go to, the entire city. There won't be any masks on. The mayor won't have her mask on. I won't have my mask on. Clark will still have his. Uh, All right. I'll bring a mask. And, uh, I love your story. Thank you for taking me there, Al. Uh, just in Atlanta Braves in Game Three are up five to two out of uh, out in, out out there in L.A. against the Dodgers in the seventh inning. They're going to go up three nothing against the Dodgers. That's baseball, Al. Never heard of it. Uh yeah, I think you're right. I do. I do see that happening. Uh, you 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 jumped on it a little bit earlier. You, you gave it a nice tease. I wouldn't mind going into your night down at Marion Catholic High School in Chicago Heights. And you and I, we talked about warrior wrestling and the, the great job that that uh, school principal, the superintendent, whatever it is, that, that they do running this federation and bringing yes, in almost, great shows. I almost threw that guy off the rafters. I, I was almost so steamed, so mad. Wait, you were mad at the... At the guy who runs Warrior Wrestling? No, it was almost all over. He's a man of faith. He's a man of God. That's a Catholic. That's a Catholic school, Archer. What are you doing? I was. I was about. He was about to meet the devil. He was about to meet Satan himself. <laughs> uh, because you know, I, we we get there. It, it's a four-hour event beforehand to to, sure. to to meet Bret Hart. Of course. And we get there. Nobody checks the tickets, so I don't know why, why I paid the tickets. But uh, do you think I could have just gone with you and just walked up? Oh, yeah. oh, Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah, you 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 walk in and there's a line that's snaking. Uh, I mean, this thing is it's it was it, there were more people in the line for the Bret Hart than there were for the Sky Parade. Go Sky, okay? go Sky. No, there weren't. So uh, you get there. We got we got there at like it ends at seven thirty, six thirty. We were there five thirty, so two hours. We get in line, and there's an annoying lady in front of us who just keeps yammering on and on and on. <laughs> you she always get joining, behind somebody like that, don't you? She keeps joining the conversation when nobody asks her to. Not like this program where you can give us a call at uh, 760-454-8834. Nice. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Wow, that memory's working. God damn. I got to hit some more weed. <laughs> so, uh, so we're standing in line, and this lady is just yammering on and on and on and on. It's just... She has a comment about any, everything. I'm like, hey, you know, if you buy four Bret Hart action figures, you're allowed up to two signatures. I'm with somebody, so I have four signatures total. If I get four action figures signed, they're selling on eBay. I mean, there's the unrealistic ones for like fifteen, you know, fifteen hundred. Sure. But realistically, they're selling for about 150 bucks. Okay. You know, something autographed by. Bret. You can pay oh. for your tickets and everything that you did, all the special signings exactly. and all that shit. There, that's great. Exactly. You can roll. You can roll forward a couple uh, shows. Sure. So, you know, I was just kind of talking about the logic of it, but I'm like, you know, there are also a lot of uh, ones that aren't selling. You know, you can go on eBay right now, and there's 
20 things for $150 you could get that are signed by Brett Hart. Right. So I don't know that there's a demand there. So then you're t- now you're talking about dropping the price down to like 100 and whatever the case may be. This lady, I mean, she chimes right in. She's got a whole conversation. And where, then she's talking about. Where was she on it? Was, was she against you doing this? Was she, what, where's she on this? No, she, she thought she was an eBay expert. And oh. then she's, she's yammering on about taking her friend's wheelchair battery and, you know, do you I have, mean, it was, it was just it do was have, bad. Do you have her Twitter handle? I want, I want to look her up. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are friends already. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So uh, how, how long did you wait in line for Hart? Okay, so now, now we've been in line five, six, two hours, right? Two hours. We got there at five. It's now seven o'clock. The thing ends at uh, the 30 point, the 30 mark, bottom of the hour. And mm-hmm. she's like, uh, all of a sudden I hear, well, he's only signing for half an hour more. Huh? Yeah, that's it. He's done. He's and how close did you hour. feel? How close did you feel you were at the time? Forty-five minutes. Ooh, shit. So, so this is where like, you're getting pissed. This is where you're getting pissed. I'm like, they guaranteed you would meet Bret Hart. Like, if you bought the tickets to the event, you were guaranteed to meet Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pardon me. Like I said, I'm dying. Um, I'm sorry, Al. Marky sells signed wrestling pictures, and Brett doesn't do that great because he signed so much. Yeah, you know what? I, as a matter of fact, I bought I bought a, a Heart Foundation autograph off your brother, John. So, actually, I got one of his undersellers. Uh, now, great. Now I know. But I think it was it was Brett Hart, Jim Anvil, Nyhart, and Jimmy Hart all signed something. That was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, you, you got to know the market, and uh, Marky knows the market because he he wouldn't waste money on the Brett Hart stuff because. I just I didn't think Bret Hart signed that much stuff. Like I don't hear of Bret Hart being around and doing autograph signings and things. Like, right. For Chicago, it was very rare to see Bret Hart. So, anyways, he's got the mask on. Like I've already established, if I'm getting a picture with him, he's he's doing a mask. mask with everybody, so, no matter what. Yeah, he's probably immunocompromised. Right. Whatever. Like, oh, right. It's I mean, it's his call. And, and by the definition of law. It's actually what you're supposed to do. Oh, so fine. Yeah. I, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't fault them for that. And well, I and that it, risk going in. Yeah, Catholic high school you're at, they're following it. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, they are, but they're not. You know right. what I mean? Right. Well, for pictures, they're, they're following it for pictures. Yeah, but the even, the month pri- even the month prior when the rules were the same, like Jay White, you know, if you came up with the mask on, Jay White would be like, hey, mate, you can take the mask off if you want. Ah, uh, like, okay. He would straight up tell you. Okay. Like, he didn't give a fuck. So, I mean, he's also, you know, a 20-something. Right. Man. He's not an older fella who's been through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Yeah, so I, I understand. Like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm not picking on that aspect. But, uh, so, but, but you understand you're not you're, – you're getting your picture with Bret Hart, and it's not both of your faces. Well, we're both going to be masked up. Uh-huh. Which, you know what? It's a nice uh, snapshot, a time capsule of our times. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm dead and gone and people are reviewing the life of Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III – when the, when there's the big uh, rewind program. Well, if people are sitting on the memorial bench and <laughs> looking you up on their bench. phone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have a tablet right there, you know, a touch screen. <laughs> yes, I'm hoping, yes, I'm hoping you, you put this together for me. Clark. Yeah, I, um, I promise you, pal. I, I With all my pictures of wrestlers and, and whatnot. And, uh, you know. I got you. So, so anyways, now we're, I'm like a half an hour out. And I got this cool picture of me and Brent. 
you know, that was taken 24 years prior. Right. Oh. And uh, I was going to have him. I was going to have him autograph it. So. Uh huh. So finally, after sitting through this lady's yammering and this long ass line, Bret Hart he he disappears right at the you know the seven thirty point, and it's like, what what the hell is going on? You know mm-hmm. now now I'm getting a little concerned. But I hear through the grapevine, he's just pinching a loaf. He's going to come back, Jesus. and uh, anybody who's in sign is going. Anybody who's still in line is going to get, you know, going to get signed. So okay, fine. So. We wait in line, we wait in line, we wait in line. Finally, it's our turn. Bret Hart is done at this point. Like, he is not, he's barely acknowledging uh, humanity. He, I heard he's a very nice guy and he's very chatty. But it's been a long time. time. He's now past the point of his contract and he's just, you know, taking the picture, barely paying attention. Where do you think, where do you think you would be at this point in your signing night? Annoyed? Depends. It depends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a point. Look, you know, when people want to put in karaoke songs and the list is full yeah, and I'm man. way short on time, you're, you're uh, over. I can be, I can be a little uh, short as shit. I can be yeah. a little, you yeah. know, I, I'll tell customers straight up sometimes like, look, I'm done dealing with people for the night. I'm sorry. Like, you know, I'm done. There's, you're not getting in. Please don't argue with me. I'm, this is the end of my I've, shift. I've hit I'm my, I've hit I'm my limit. It's, it's, yeah. It's not all fun and games like it looks, you know. Yeah. So you're there, but I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go. Yeah. So, so Brett, he goes, he, he pitches a loaf. And as, uh, as Sean says, it was the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. He left that behind. <laughs> he left his leg, you know, I was he left his legacy. His legacy thanks was phenomenal. Um, <clears throat> so I get up there and like, I thought he'd ask a question about the pick. Like when was this or anything? Nothing. Just signs it, takes the picture. The dude has a huge hands. I kept thinking in my mind, like, I wonder if he just washed his hands, you know, like, because it was a quick trip. Did you, so, did you spray some sanitizer on the, uh, on the photograph afterwards on the pen? No, no. I mean, let's not, let's not be rude. You know, let's not be rude. I mean, yeah. Let's not be rude. So I, I saw your buddy Gringo Loco. He was selling some merch. Yeah. So. You know, I was just trying to find that video that to, 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 to bring on here, but I'm having some issues uh, getting there. So. So we got second row, and um, it, it, it was perfect. Like, we, you know, we, we had great seats. We were right in the flip zone, you know, Who, where the oh, guys get to, I've been there with you. Know, you. You were front row? Yeah, yeah. No, Did you see Loco while, while signing things and whatnot? Like, yeah, yeah, I saw him in the merch line. I went up to him. I'm like, hey, you know Clark Lawrence? And he's like, oh, I thought I recognized you. Yep. You know, we, we chatted a little bit, and then I bought a, I bought a doll of him to give to your kids. Now the, the doll's a little terrifying. You got it? But yeah, I do. I do. Oh, I thought I, I thought maybe you no. I don't unveil it here. Show it to me later. Actually, probably would be funny to grab it, but well, um, yeah, maybe in a second I'll go get it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the show starts, and uh, Bret Hart comes out immediately. He doesn't walk to the ring. I don't think he walks really well. Okay. Um, so he just kind of comes out and he just rambles on about, you know, how his career was great, and, you know, thanks to the fans, that he's done. And then the show starts immediately with the world title match, which is um, Trey Miguel versus... Cage? Uh, Does Cage still have their belt? No, no, no. Trey Miguel's the champion right now. Hmm. Um, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's a really good yeah, wrestler. He came to the ring. He just got the new Nikes. 
some, so he was like showing those off in the ring. Like it's a very communal show, and he was fighting the human octopus. I can't think of the Grisham, Jonathan Grisham. Um, okay. Who's a fantastic? I mean, these are these are two great wrestlers, Clark. Great. They're both really really good. Yeah. Awesome. They're on another level. So they they do like a good 15, 20 minute match, and then that that loser, that asshole, that monster, that horrible human being, Frank the Clown, shows up oh, with his boy. goonies. And, uh, you know, it just ends the match. So Frank the Clown is back in Warrior Wrestling. And uh, it seems like he started some kind of new stable. Is he He's not with that Ego Anthony anymore? That they're, they're done? No. All Ego Anthony wasn't there. No. So. Well, we saw him uh, in a dark match over at Rampage the night that CM Punk came back, if you recall. Yeah. One of the girls... Uh, I think two of the girls were on that show as well. Okay. That warrior. Okay. Um, you mentioned you were kind of impressed with uh with Loco there. Uh, during his match too, no? Yeah, yeah. The kids, uh, the, the kid, the, the, your buddy, he's really good. He um. Well, you there know, it you is. See him there, and then, you know he's he's uh he's not in the best shape. Right. Like he's not, Isn't that what buddy. isn't isn't that part of the the attraction to him these days? Because he's well, not, buddy, he's not a, like, he, he's at least late 30s, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say mid-30s, mid-30s. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, mid-30s might be more more like it. Are you there? He, you know, and I see him, and I've seen him wrestle before, and, and I, I enjoy, I enjoyed his work, but I always forget how good he is. And when I saw him before the show, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's Clark's friend. I'm like, yeah, I don't, you know, probably not a great wrestler. And you know you got a guy like Buddy Murphy. Wait, there. is that what you're thinking? You're thinking since he's Clark's, since Clark knows him, he can't be very good at this. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, you you guys you guys work together at the pizza kitchen. But watch so, this. Uh, and, and, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah, he this. hits yeah. that the, like that triple corkscrew like, flip. Like, but you say for not being a guy who's in great the greatest shape of all wrestlers, like that's pretty damn amazing, right there. What you see. Well, when he comes out, number one, the dude is over. They had them, because they did the title match at the, the start of the show, they had the Lucha title at the end of the show. And it was him oh, versus uh, Ray Horace and uh, Artemis. Artemis okay. is a, these, it, Ray and Artemis are both great wrestlers. Ray, Ray, Ray Horace is kind of at the end of his career. Artemis is just kind of getting going. I mean, he started wrestling when he was like 12. I think he's early 20s now. Just a fantastic luchador. These guys are absolutely fearless. You know, we went and we saw a AAA show at the Cicero Coliseum sitting front row with your uh, unbeknownst to us pregnant wife, or unbeknownst to me pregnant wife, Mm -hmm. as, you know, Pentagon Jr. is doing dives off the top with no guard railing right right towards your wife. When you go to to Luchador, Luchador wrestling is a lot like uh, bluegrass. I like, I I enjoy a little bit of bluegrass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You throw on a couple Bill Monroe songs and, man, I'm hooting and hollering. But if you make me listen to Lucha, uh, I'm sorry, bluegrass all day, it, it gets tiresome because it's it's very much the same thing over and over again. So, yeah. yeah. Why are you pointing at the Why are you pointing at the brick? Just, I just got to keep giving props to my my Chicago sky. So, uh, uh, anyway, so Lucha is exactly like that. Yeah. It's small bursts. It's phenomenal, and a lot of times you go to these Lucha shows. And they're a bunch of uh, fat guys. Uh, so, you know, maybe Gringo Loco isn't that out of place. But there's like 50-year-old fat guys on the card. 
uh, often, you know, because they, they kind of honor their older guys. They keep them around well, a little longer than they should. And you know what he calls it? What they call him is base god. So he's the base of the lucha, right? Like he's the guy yeah, who's. He gets it. Right. He gets it. Like, and that's what works. And it's yeah. a, it's great to hear that the crowd was over. Like you had mentioned, you had saw you saw him, and you were like, wow, he's really good. He, he, he's very over with the crowd. He works the crowd well. Yep. And his moveset is phenomenal. He is a very talented wrestler. That's He's great. very good in the ring. You know, I'm sure he works with these guys all the time. You know, his specialty is lucha. Well, and it, it's funny that you mentioned, like, uh, my CPK closed in 2011. So we knew each other from, like, 2006 to, you know, we worked closely together for, like, five, six years. And I remember him going from, like, he, he didn't have much weight to him at all to then building yeah. mass. Like, and, yeah. and, and I, I saw him after I hadn't seen him for like six months. Cause he would go to Mexico for like five, six months at a time. Like right. he became friends with Ray Phoenix there. That's where he, they, they became buddies. Like, uh, and when I saw him come back, I'm like, Hey, I don't know how to tell you this, Charlie, but it, like as a guy who used to watch wrestling, I just want to tell you, like, you're, you're doing great building mass. And then we chatted some more. Like it was, it was I, good I, shit. That's how we became buddies. Just talking to shit. I'd really like to interview the guy. Um, you know, uh, I don't know how I don't know how we could ever get him on the show. Sean, 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 and his brother. You know, Sean's in the chat right now. He's a professional wrestler. I'd love to do a, like a, like a little series where it, Larcher and Lawrence presents the wrestler's story. Oh, we and, could uh, do that. You know, we, we, we could do we could uh, get to know these guys and maybe do maybe do some uh, like we could do a cool in depth interview of their journey because I would love to know how Gringo Re- Loco, who's I mean he's a kid from Chicago, you mm-hmm. know. A uh, chubby redheaded guy who, uh, I mean, he's chubby, but he's also, he's, he's built, you know, uh, I'm not going to try to discourage the guy, uh, but his journey going to Mexico, I mean, it's fascinating. And, you know, Sean and his brother, they came here from England. Well, okay, I'd love to know that story. And I, I just, I have a lot of respect for these guys for what the hell they're putting their bodies through. I mean, they, <laughs> what, what they're putting their bodies through and their minds through to do this. It's, it's phenomenal. Al, I, I got into a conversation a week, a week and a half ago with a guy who thought that it was ridiculous that one of the most – he goes, I, I flip over to, on sports radio. He goes, all of a sudden, I'm on a wrestling show. And he, he didn't quite understand when I tried to tell him that um, – he goes, he goes, yeah, all these people, they, they, there's a wrestling show where people think that they're talking about real things. And I was like, hang on a minute. That's not what the wrestling show is. Like, yeah, there are people in this world that still believe that that is people who do you get what I'm right. saying here? Like who go and, don't, yeah, yeah. and the, the, buy into the kayfabe is what I'm saying. Like they, they, they think we, we're, like we're watching because, you know, they think uh, we think Roman Reigns really runs a tribe. And, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, yeah. he's the leader of, uh, you know, this thing and he's unstoppable. No, it's like we understand the artistry yes. of wrestling. We understand. Yes. We, we, we understand. It's, the politics and the, the real lives of the guys in the journey. Well, and I think uh, just from characters. putting on comedy shows, uh, putting on, on shows, I, I respect everything about it, not to mention the physical aspect of this, like the, in the sportingness of it. And it just, I told him, I go, I go, I promise you that 95 or more percent of the people. Baseball fan, right? Um, no, nah, not much of a baseball fan. He wasn't. I've only hung out with him one night, and our, our our time together pretty much ended after this bullshit. I was I was yeah, pissed. Yeah. I was fucking done. 
Yeah, no, you got to be. Like, if somebody doesn't get it, like, you know, ladies basketball isn't exactly my thing. But I understand that they just went on this, this, uh, you know, this beautiful comeback. And, you know, I understand you watching it with your girls and, you know, you trying to get them into the culture of basketball and the culture of of women's sports. And, like, there's a place for it. And, you know, I make fun of it and I I criticize it, but I'm not not serious. I understand why people like it. Well, and I understand, like, you know what? Fair, fair. I know you do. I you understand that like I realize that people are laying into it and I'm laying into it the other way purposely to to make a Oh, but you're such a penis about it. Yeah, you I'm are straight up it. straight dickhead. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's but that's because some people are not kind about it. Some people are not kind and they're 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 kind of sexist about it and it it's just like there's no need. There's no need to be like that. So. Sexist about it. People are such wimps. I swear to God. Yeah, a little oh, you and Aaron Rodgers both talking like that today. Cool. You and your buddy Aaron. Yep. You know, thank you. He's mm-hmm. a great football player. Yeah, of course uh, he is. Yeah. Clark, please we, thank me for my comments, will you please? I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was You're very welcome. kind. Thank you. Thank hey, there have been a few times since you and I chatted and you gave me hell on the show a couple weeks ago that I always only like your comments. And so, like, at first, I started ha-haing them as sarcasm, and you knew it, and you were pissed. But then I had to – then now, when I, when I actually ha-ha one now, based on our conversation that we had before, now I have to go and then text you afterwards to let you know I legit think that's the funniest shit I've seen. Because it is legit, and I just want you to know there's a respect there. I, I think you're a very funny man on Facebook, and I give you credit for that. Thank you. As, All right. as mentioned – Sean, you don't got to jump on this shit. As mentioned at the top of the show, Mary Lauer uh, did say I had the post of the day on Facebook. Hey, look at it. It's right there, Clark. Oh, my Post of the day. Look at it. Two exclamation points. Hang on. on. Who's Mary Lauer? uh, Some lady. Some uh, stranger. I'm assuming she's part of the selection committee for the best Facebook posts of the day. You know, I'm sure they have some kind of uh, union. So, you know, I, I mean, look. You're talking to a So, so yeah, so uh, uh, Trey Miguel held on, and I'd love for you to come to the next Warrior Wrestling show, Clark. When is it? Uh, I believe it's December 15th. It's a Sunday, probably a week before Christmas. Um, they're bringing in Will Ospreay, the aerial assassin, uh, the self-proclaimed IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, the man who never lost the belt. So Will Ospreay, one of the one of the top five wrestlers in the world, will be at Warrior Wrestling. Uh, a couple matches you missed on the card uh, on the card, Clark. Yep. Warhorse, Warhorse, and Beastman fought each other at the last show. Well, they decided to become friends. Beastman and Warhorse seem to have some kind of bond, um, and 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 they they become attacked. They're very formidable, and they took on. And, Dan the Dad, your your hero, your favorite wrestler. Oh my god. He he comes out, he's got a shirt that says Dan the Dad, and it looks very much like a dad shirt that he bought to support his children's high school uh Palm Squad. And he carries a mug that says like Dad of the Year or something, and he's drinking his coffee on the side. I and in the middle of the match, doesn't he put it doesn't he put people in timeout? Well he didn't this time, but he did get he got you know, he got hit and he was wobbling. 
And then he stopped, pointed at his shoes, and he goes, ha, 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 new balance. And he had his new balance shoes on. So, oh, that's amazing. At the end of the day, I like all those. I like I like War Horse is like a skinny kid who looks like the Ultimate Warrior, but uh, he's really into heavy metal. Yep. He was on, uh, we saw him on AEW fight Cody Rhodes in the Open Challenge. Um, that was, damn, near the start of the pandemic. Beast Man is a big, fat man. He's like a 400-pound uh, southern fella who mm-hmm. uh, doesn't speak English. He only speaks caveman. So their, their match was very good. Buddy Matthews, who, by the way, New Japan has signed or uh, has some kind of working agreement with. Buddy Matthews, formerly uh, Buddy Murphy from uh, NXT. Yep. You know, they said they said this guy could do anything Kenny Omega could do. They said this is the diamond in the rough WWE has if they ever want to unleash. Well, instead of unleashing him, they fired him. And, man, this guy comes out and the, the dude is just jacked. I mean, this you see the difference in talent and wow. quality coming out of, like, an NXT performance center. I mean, this guy's yeah, and he's going up against this guy Chandler Hopkins, you know, kind of a cowboy gimmick, and the intensity Buddy Murphy uses in the ring is Stone Cold like, like just really? absolute. The dude is just firing off, and it looked like they looked like a pro football team taking on a um, a ladies basketball team, a well, right ladies then. basketball team. Yep. It, it'd be like if the Bears took on the Sky playing football. Uh, his intensity, his. his Size, his move set. I mean, the guy was just fan freaking fantastic. Um, so that was another really good match that stood out. Again, I, I can't get enough about how good Gringo Loco was. You're frozen, Clark. I hope you're, you're still there. That's why I just keep rambling. Am I good here? Um, Can you hear me? Gringo Loco was absolutely tremendous. Hello? And uh, I can't wait to see. I hope he wins the Lucha title at some point. Alex Shelley, always good, old veteran. Um, came I, to the Indies for a long time. Am I frozen? Took on new kid, uh, Casey Navarro. Navarro, great high flyer. Uh, worked well. Um, beef match, man. Sam Adonis, that's Corey Graves' brother, took on Moose. Moose is a big fucking dude. Like, that guy is just uh, uh, just massive. Clark, where you at, buddy? I'm right here. Hello. You, you got nothing? Would that... you, Clark, can you at least say thank you for all, all the talking I'm doing with strep throat? And uh, how I'm about to lose my voice if you don't come back. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very you're kind. You're welcome, Clark. Thank you. Uh, well, well, but what is going on, Clark? Well, what happened while I was at the beer stand was... Yeah? Now it's your turn. Damn it. I can, I can hear all of this. Do you this. know you're not there? I can hear all of this. I can hear all of this. Do you Good. know that can, you're not there? Can, can you say anything, Clark? I can say everything. Can you hear Texting. me? So that, that's good. Hello? I can think he got me? upset that that lady said I had the post of the day on Facebook. Yeah, I'm pissed. And, yeah. uh, you know, the, the whole selection committee uh, honored me. And, uh, you know, he's getting tossed off of Twitter. So you know, it may have been uh, uh, that. So... One sleazy thing I saw was this guy, uh, Davey Richards. I'd like to thank Clark. Davey Richards has been around a while. He was fighting Ace Austin, and they had a, they had a really I'd like to match. thank Clark. I can see it here both. So it's me, maybe. Oh, God damn. Uh-oh. Somebody, okay, I'm going to leave and come right back. Somebody Clark can here. hear both of us. All right, Larcher's going to step away for a second, and I'm going to tell you that we do this show every single week. You can listen live on Block Talk Radio. You can listen to us on podcasts later. You can watch us on Facebook. 
You can also uh, you can also find us on Twitch. You can find us in a lot of places. I don't know if you are back. I couldn't hear you when you said it. Were you just mimicking your words? Are you I'm there? there. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. This sounds like a commercial from 10 years ago. That was very kind. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We are back. We are back. So this Davey Richards guy, before the show, if you buy the, the, the pre-show package where he gets to meet Bret Hart, it was like 125 Wait, who's Davey bucks. Richards? He's, he's like an old wrestler. You might, you might recognize him if you see him. He's like a very like old grumpy guy, kind of intense. Better or worse than Rock and Randy? Better than Rock and Randy. He reminds me of uh, Chris uh, Benoit. Chris Benoit I, didn't kill his family. Oh. It's so unfortunate that we have to say anything besides. I wish we. Could, I wish there wasn't the other stuff with Benoit because man, that career was something. Adios, amigos. So. Uh, Anyways, did you have anything to say about Buddy, Buddy Matthews? You don't care. No, I had nothing to say. I, I was saying a lot, but you didn't hear any of it. Watch it back after the show, and then you can see what I had to say about it, because apparently everybody could hear me then. But it, what I was saying was it's nice to hear that, like, him coming out of NXT and out of the Performance Center, like, it, it's, of course it makes sense that somebody who comes out of there is in great physical shape, has learned the craft a lot, because – they're doing everything they can to teach them very well there. Am I wrong? Right. I mean, it's a different, it's their style, but, and he's beyond that. It was nice to be, see him actually be able to go and do things. Above. And the performance center is built to build a super, right. superstar. Like, yeah, we know. Yeah. So, um, Moose wrestled Sam Adonis, and you know I hate that file, Sam Adonis. He's supposed to be a good guy. You now. guys yell at each other all the time? I couldn't stomach it, so I cheered for Moose. Moose is a monster, man. Dude's like six four, solid, solid build. You know, of course he played uh, he played uh, guard in the NFL. So, you know, he those two those two guys were just throwing themselves into each other. The match built the audience, and here's the best part: there was an extra chair between me and the guy next to me. And as things were getting knocked over, I carefully folded up that chair and put it to the side. And created my own space within the second row. So, well done. Uh, th- thank you to those guys for knocking over some chairs. And then afterwards, it, it, the second row didn't recover. Half the row was missing. So, no kidding. Um, yeah, so that was good. Uh, good physical match. Uh, Moose really impressed me. It was nice seeing him live. You know, I've seen him on television before. Uh, Josh Alexander took on. Uh, Here's Delvin Moose, Tankman. by the way. That that's Moose, right? Yeah, that's Moose. Yeah, he's big, a beast. Big, big dude. He, he, he's a beast. Look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. intimidating. Like, you don't want to fuck me. No, and, no, no. you know, he, he was – I like – you know, I worry sometimes these shows are at a Catholic high school, and uh, they're, they're going to be calm. But Moose was dropping F-bombs, you know, calling Sam Adonis motherfucker and giving him the finger. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and somebody lit up some weed in the audience. I'm no. Sure. Wait, hang on. Wait. Think, what do you mean by somebody? It wasn't me. Okay. It wasn't me. I was sober well, the whole show. And I would, I would uh, think that you would have your pen on you for it if, if you did. Yeah, and it might have been, it might have actually been vape, but it was a pretty potent smell. Well, I thought I, Dan, the dad was going to have to come out and give a lecture. If you're smelling you know, it that uh, strong, I don't think that you're, um, I don't think you're wrong. So this was Moose's opponent, right? A little of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Sam Adonis, Corey Graves' brother. You can uh, see it. Once you told me that they were brothers, like, you can see it. Like, that's yeah. – it's Corey Graves' brother. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. A couple Polish fellas. Uh, yeah, not, not a big fan of uh, Sam Adonis, but I, he's a good worker. Sam Adonis uh, having to do uh, what, what I was used to do, the uh, Amazon Flex during the pandemic and shit. Amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, what was the other match you were watching? Uh, Josh Alexander, who used to be in a tag team with all ego Ethan Page. Ethan Page, of course, now in AEW. They didn't take Josh Alexander. And this match was flat. It was a dud. He was fighting this guy, uh, Selvin Tankman, who okay. I know nothing about. Um, <laughs> but they, they were two, you know, Tankman was a big, is a big dude. He's like uh, kind of a, a larger size, heavy set uh, black dude. And um, he doesn't sell a lot. And I think that's probably because he's used to fighting smaller dudes um but josh alexander's a big dude and so the non-selling just wasn't working for me and i don't know the 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 match was flat um but i actually looking at those pictures and stuff and now i kind of want to go watch a a tankman match a kelvin tankman match yeah probably pretty good because he had some fan support you know for a guy i didn't really know much about I mean, if he's done Judge Josh Barnett's a blood sport, I mean, the guy gets around. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he was fighting a dude with similar statue. The only guy uh, other than Rick Seinfeld who wears the air guards. Rick Seinfeld. <laughs> Rick Steiner. Rick, uh, Rick Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching too much Seinfeld lately you know, on Netflix. Oh, there's his old tag team. There's all ego. Um, wow, we so, haven't spent much time on wrestling for a few weeks now that football came back and all of that stuff. But so before the show, I just want to touch on this real quick. Yeah, Mark. please do. Before the show, the, the, this guy Davey Richards. Now, mind you, it's a hundred and twenty-five bucks. You get you get all access. You get you get to meet and greet with everybody on the card. That's the deal. Everybody who's on the card, you get to meet and greet with. Sometimes guys won't be there. They'll, they'll be missing, or they'll be there for like five minutes and disappear. But whatever, you have a chance if you really wanted to. He was fighting uh, Ace Austin, uh, who's a good wrestler, talented kid. Um, but uh, so before the show, this like handicap kid comes up to, to, to Davy Richards, who's just setting up at his table, and he's like, the kid's like, hey, can I get can I get an autograph? And and Davy Richard goes, well. We're not really supposed to for free. No, what a fucking. And then he signed. He signs it. And I kind of say something. I didn't. I don't think I said it loud enough for him to hear me. But I'm like, that's not true. Look, you're supposed to get everybody with the part. You know, you're supposed to get everybody's signature for free. Yeah, mm-hmm. supposed to charge. So, a, like five minutes later, the kid comes back and gets right in the dude's face, and he goes, "Just so you know, I bought a ticket." I was like, wow. hell yeah, you did. That a boy. Nice so job, fucking, man. You know, Davey Richards. It's like, dude, chill with him making the money. He's so got the cool. He's got the cool lines in the side of his hair, though. Yeah, yeah, he's got cool lines. You can afford that, but uh, you know, guy, guy for many shakes down some uh, mentally challenged kid for an autograph. <laughs> Scumbag. Wow. So, uh, that was like. Do you think it was just a moment where he fucked up? Like maybe. 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 Yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe he didn't know the rules. Maybe, you know. He, maybe he's he just he trying to follow the rules. and. <sighs> but the rules are you supposed, everybody's supposed to sign. Like, there's okay. no charging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, they sell their gimmicks at the tables, which is understandable. Sure. And 
and, you know, they may make you feel guilty if you're trying Sometimes to you get a Gringo Loco dog. Yeah, right. I bought a Gringo Loco dog. Every time I buy something, I, I got a Brian Pillman uh, head over here and uh, just, you know, weird shit. Uh, so, uh, Roxy, the Ring of Honor women's champion, uh, put the title on the line against uh, Lainey Luck. Uh, it was all right. Yeah, Roxy won, obviously. You're not going to lose. drop the title on a show that is, you know, different company. And then uh, Yokai versus Pretty Popper. Uh, Proper was all right. That was a mixed tag match. And, yeah, that was the card. That was a Warrior Wrestling Sweet 16. Uh, again, I highly recommend it. I hope I hope we get to uh, – I'm not going to – I don't think I'm going to do the Fan Fest at the next show. I already oh, had wow. the last break. So, okay. you know, I'd, I'd like to maybe uh, plan it out with you, maybe uh, some other people who have well, uh, gone. In all honesty, I've tried a couple of – yeah, that'd be great. I've tried a couple of Googles here on it, and I, I'm having trouble finding. They haven't they haven't updated their home website yet on it, like because it, it's not until December, so we'll right, get there. Right. They're just, yeah, 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 they're getting it together at this point. I just like to find they're the just, date because we've got you know there, there's a there's one of the family Christmases. It's probably the week before, so I just it, it might run into a night. So I'd like to yeah, that's garbage. Just well, that. what I'm saying is if I get a hold of the date today, I can help move it over. I can help move that family stuff over. All right. Yeah, I, I Do you catch my drift? Do you catch my drift? I, I understand. I, I feel your pain. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, breaking news here on Live at the Sports Attic. Uh, Robert Quinn of the Chicago Bears, number ninety-four. Yes. Has tested positive for COVID nineteen. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is CNN. <laughs> Was that you or me? That was uh, he. Um, from what uh, from what I was watching earlier, since he's done press conferences without a mask, they can decipher that based on that that he has been vaccinated. So hopefully all is good. And and all he needs to do to be able to play on Sunday is have uh, two or like a, a couple consecutive negative tests. So if he can pull that off in the next couple of days, it's still only Tuesday. I think he has a better chance of playing than what, like, Damian Wood. Yeah. Wait, why do you sound like? Okay, hi, Lauren. Why are you? Why are you just jumping in? Oh. Well, Lauren, what I have to tell you is I would never disagree with you on anything, as I never do. That's a good idea! So I guess I agree with you here, and I'm going to have to go, even if it's on Christmas morning, after Santa Claus has oh, delivered yeah. his gifts to our children, we'll go on that day. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, wait, wait, Lauren, you, you brought wait, me, hang you on. Me a gift. Wait, wait, wait. Well, breaking news. I'm getting an awesome Christmas gift. Thanks, Clark. Excellent. Yeah, no problem, you. Yeah, you after all. Hey, Lauren, um, yes? don't you yes, think, you don't you think that it'd be a great idea to have, uh, to have Al come and play Santa Claus for the kids? And I bet he could just cheese it up and he'd be the happiest santa claus that our children ever saw like we can get a picture Whoa. with him what do you think lauren i like that idea i bet you what 
No, they're, they're really, yeah, like, no, I, no, they know I'm their dad. Al could be Santa Claus, though. Like, he could disguise his boy. Clark, I think I'll do it. I, oh my I will, god! Uh, I Late, will do it. Ladies and gentlemen, you you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Uh oh, I, I think Lauren still has access to our Facebook page on her. So her uh, her stuff is showing up on Facebook. She she happened to be listening to the show because you didn't do that, did you, Larcher? That's Lauren. <laughs> oh, you're right. Hey, sweetheart. The, uh, that sounds like Lauren to me. Hey, hey, Lauren, Lauren, since you're on the phone here, could you tell me what was that? What was that thing that you told me earlier? That was you actually you sang it. It was a really good song, and you were just talking about how great I was and how great of a partner uh, I was for Al. Could you sing that, Lauren? I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. Oh my gosh! Who's typing this? That was good, Lauren. That's that's my wife's beautiful voice right there. And if, all right, I mean, not your wife singing on the show. I I, I put the hang up button. On. Yeah, good, good. And she has control of our Twitter. Like that's ridiculous. How what? How is that still a thing? You fired her years ago. You fired her when we moved to the old apartment. Well, that must have been twenty fifteen. When you fire, make sure you change the password. That's on you, buddy. Oh, yeah. Is that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to change the passwords? Yeah. I mean, aren't you? You're in a position of authority now. Absolutely, you have to. Yeah, it's probably fine time to do that. I'm hypothetically, I should probably change some email addresses that are in there. And change some passwords. There's a good chance that that would be a good idea. Wow, she never listens to the show. What what the hell was happening there? I don't know. That's that's awesome though. She uh, called in. I mean, that's cool. What's that? Oh yeah, no, she sounded great. All right, I'll go to the next one with you. Hello, hello. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> It's me, Clark. Oh, it's Santa Claus. It's not on. Oh. It's Santa Claus. I'm sorry. Oh. Hey, hey, Clark. What yeah. is this? You wanted you wanted Al to do it? Oh, hey, Santa Claus. Can all that I want? I want Al to come and play play you at at our Christmas. Oh, there's no need. I will do it myself. I'll oh, my happy. goodness. Ladies and, and gentlemen, breaking news. Santa Claus is going to be showing up at our celebration here in our house. Thank you, Santa. As a matter of fact, I think you should go to that warrior wrestling show with Al. It would be tremendous. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know what? Normally I have to confer with my wife, but I think she signed in tonight and said that it's it's official. I think I should go with Al. Thank you, Santa Claus. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. <laughs> and as one last gift for Chicago, I promise you, 
Man, that he will be fired. Amen. Woo! I never want anyone to lose their job, but if anybody's going to, I think that perhaps. Uh, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna do fine in life. He's he's made it. He's he's fine. But I I just don't think that he should anymore be the uh, Santa. Are you there, Santa? Oh, he's gone. Huh? Who? Who? Santa Claus is just here, Al. I know what you're talking about. San- I just went and I, I grabbed some water. Chris Kringle. Did you... Chris Kringle. Santa Claus was yeah, here. Santa, yeah, Santa Claus was there, Clark. I get it. No, he okay. was here. So, and I thought yeah, it was you. Was I thought it was too, you right? pretending to be him, to be honest, but I guess not. No, I, I, don't, I don't have that depth of character. Please. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Hey, last time I was Santa Claus on stage, I got drunk on Bailey's Irish Cream. It was, and it was the best show that we've done. That was a fun show. It was a fun show. Yeah. Hey, are you listening to me? Hey, me, Jay. Wow. So, yeah. So, I mean, wrestling was fun. That was a good time. Um, I didn't win the IWGP heavyweight title because it's, it's it was at a Catholic high school. And if yeah. you know anything about the Catholics, Clark, I know, I know you're not one of us, but um, we have to do 50-50 raffles. Anytime there's more than 20 people in attendance at anything. I think that's so a rule that's about a any, anything at a high school is that, actually. Well, maybe, may but I'm telling you, we, I mean, we do it at the church as well. We do it uh, at any Oh, I've been to Mass. Church. I go to Mass sometimes over here at St. Bart's, and they, they do that, too. They do 50-50 raffles where they hand out the, the containers in the middle of it, and they pass it down the aisle, and then you put your money in. And then you can take half of it back out after you put it in. It's 50-50. Like, here's 50 for you. Here's 50 for me. That's how I treat it. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a donation, kind of. So donation with a little bit of gambling on the side. Mm-hmm. That's what we love as Americans. So, uh, so I bought, you know, like 20 uh, tickets, and I was hoping to win the IWGP title. Man, I was going to make a whole scene if I won the title. I was gonna, I was gonna, like I really won the world title. I was gonna, I was gonna dance around the arena, you know, take pictures with people. I, I'd let them know they need to do the uh, the sign beforehand. You know, they need to pay a little extra for the picture. Okay, okay, fair. Sorry, I have somebody who's stealing my cable, hitting me up via text, so I had to let them know that they changed the name of it. Holy shit! The Dodgers just tied it up. It's five five. Wow. Fuck. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I uh I don't care. What uh Is this the World Series? Is this the World Series? Uh, it's the, it's the semifinals. Series? It's the AFC Championship, the NFC Championship. Ah. Braves are up 2 nothing and they're all, they're tied in this game, but but that's a huge moment. And, Andrew's a Braves fan, so it just blew up my damn phone. Clark has never been in a position of authority. I agree. With, I agree with the text, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to ask you, what do you do? You make anything of this uh, Bischoff thing with AEW that was very popular today? I completely missed it. What's going on? Uh, like um. Tony Khan had compared themselves to. Um, hang on, let me. Uh, we can actually pull up it, the audio here in a kind. second. If maybe, uh, maybe we could discuss uh, how people can get in touch with us. 
that's I don't know. I don't know. It's gone. You gave me the first three, I might get there. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. That's the number to call. That's seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Now it's your turn. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear uh, whether it's wrestling, the Chicago, the the horrible Chicago Bears, um, the Dodgers. If we could get somebody from the Dodgers on the line, that would be great. And uh, you know, whether you want to talk about the Chicago Sky winning a championship, the party that happened downtown. Or uh, or Davey Richards, whatever, whatever the case may be. Maybe we'll do some uh, fantasy football talk here. Like so, yeah, today. Tony had compared WCW to early or uh, AEW to uh, like '96, '96 uh, WCW, just getting ready to start the Monday Night Wars, right? And then uh, Bischoff came out today. Childish, uninformed. Hey, and we'll, we'll start it again. Statement really made Tony look childish, and uninformed. And I know he's a brilliant guy, and I like Tony. I mean, I don't know Tony real well. I've only, you know, had limited interactions with him. But I know people that work for him, and he treats people well. He's doing a lot of things right. But when he comes out publicly and says these stupid things, he's coming off like a dirt sheet writer. And that may serve your core internet wrestling community audience, but it's not doing a damn thing for your ratings. And I, I thought that statement. Yeah, so he had that to say. He had a couple of other, other things to say about it. I actually, uh, I kind of agree. I, I thought the whole the whole. You know, Tony Khan doesn't need to stand there with a megaphone and say how great he is. Sorry, hang on. Put out the best product you can, and you've proven you Uh, can. Hang on. Focus on that. Oh, I'm frozen. Coming for me, right? The guy who challenged. Hang on. Yep. If you could keep playing those funny things there, that would help. Hey, uh, Clark, what's going on over there? It seems a little broken. Uh, Yeah. Well. As you yeah, could, so you might find it hard to believe, but I'm having technical difficulties over here. Hang on. Uh, here's what else he had to get off of his chest uh, in regards to it. Sorry. Hang on. If you were to call me and ask for any advice, here's what it would be. Shut up and wrestle, dude. Just put out the best product you can, and you've proven you can. Focus on that. Now, this is weird coming from me, right? The guy who challenged Vince McMahon, the guy who did all the – gave away their finishes, right? So people are listening to this and going, yeah, but that's – Young Tony. Oh, what'd you do? Was going head-to-head, real head-to-head. I was actually competing with him. I was going head-to-head, real head-to-head. My show started at the same time his show started each and every week. And another thing, Tony came out and says, oh, we're, you know, we're at the 1996 stage of WCW, and we're just going to not make their mistakes. Tony, you're inventing mistakes, brother. By coming out there and, and constantly comparing yourself and deriding your competition, but not having the willingness, I almost said balls, not having the willingness to say, <laughs> okay, let's go head-to-head. Let's really compete. 
Let's see who can get whose market share. That's real competition. So I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in the rhetoric that I'm hearing out of Tony, as well as some of the talent, man. Shut the fuck up. Until you're actually competing and you're actually competing favorably. And by the way, Tony, in 1996, I was kicking WWE's ass every week in a real head-to-head competition, not a cosplay competition. So that's that. Um, well, well, I agree. I, when I reject the premise that there's this war going on. I feel like – I don't feel like there – you know, if, a lot of times you talk about pizza, you know, if uh, – if US 99 has, is taking 80% of the pizza, that leaves uh, the uh, country, other country station 20% of the pizza. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, uh, you know, US 99 only has, you know, two slices of the larger Chicago pizza. You know what I mean? There's only so much of a market. You know, you have your whole television market. That's every show on there. Then you have the sub, you have a slice within that, that that's sports entertainment, that's pro professional uh-huh. wrestling. Yeah, And right now, that pizza, you know, WWE has most of it. I don't know that the fans are either taking one slice from the WWE or, or a slice from, you know, AEW. I don't know that you could take the WWE viewers and put them into the AEW viewers. I feel like there's a group of fans that are watching both, and then there's a group of fans that are watching one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, the solid bases are pretty set. I, AEW might slowly erode after those WWE fans. But, man, I feel like they're pretty – like, 80% of WWE's market share is solid to to WWE and just aren't interested in AEW. And unless they could change that, it's never going to be a war, you know? And uh, yeah. I do think AEW has the better product right now. But So some people are going to uh, – like a, a – a classic, a standard, they're going to Pequod's. Other yeah. people are trying the new Easy Street Pizza down on Irving Park, which does a f- solid job with their pizza, to be honest. And people are trying uh, both. No Vinny's on Lawrence. Uh-oh, uh-oh, we're going Pizza Wars, as you said. Um, one thing is, there's an abundance of good pizza in this city. And well, there's also an abundance of shitty pizza too. But right now, what I'm going to say is uh, much on your your line there is that there's a, an abundance of good wrestling, and whatever AEW has done and is doing, it's making it better. I'm enjoying wrestling more than I have. I'm right. I'm back. Like, yeah, I'm I'm here to enjoy watching what. I watch mainly AEW, and and if I had to be honest, I can't watch all of their shows. I watch most. I try to catch back up on it with highlights and everything. I watch Dynamite every week. Rampage has been has has been a little tricky for me. Yeah, I don't watch yeah, the I, WWE shows. I did watch the um. I watched the signing the other day. I really like what they did. I like I like what they did with Brock and uh, Roman. I'm watching less and less of AEW, but I'm also watching uh, WWE, but I'm also watching less and less of wrestling in general. Um, wow, so, what's happening? Is it oh a DFS? 
Daily Fantasy. Well, DFS, take me up a lot. Daily Fantasy is a big, a big chunk of it. Like my time is now consumed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Friday, Friday night is absolutely a fantasy football work night. So SmackDown is gone. Uh, Rampage is uh, Rampage is gone. Yeah. I do enjoy the Wednesday show. <clears throat> I didn't watch it when it moved to Saturday. Um. Yeah, I can't watch it on rest- Saturdays, really. The only wrestling I watched this week actually was a little bit of the Friday show and Minoru Suzuki Daniel Bryan's match. What, was that as good as advertised, Al? I haven't had a chance to watch it. Yeah, it was good. It was like well, the one guy was going to punch, and then the other guy was kick, and then punch. Yeah, you meant, punch, you mentioned something to me punch. that uh, that you were happy that it was on YouTube. Dodgers up. Yeah, well, five. I thought it was smart, and I got into an argument with some, uh, you know, absolute donkey on Twitter who just Uh-oh. doesn't uh, understand that, you know, this guy had Minoru Suzuki – in like seven of his, like if you went to his his little Twitter thing, it was just article and article about Minoru Suzuki. And I tried to explain to him that the average wrestling fan, the guys that the guys I'm talking about who are the people they're trying to get to grow their audience, can give two shits about Minoru Suzuki. And that's hard to hear for guys like me, who and guys like this dude who are big wrestling fans and big Minoru Suzuki fans, like. You know, I mean, I, the, the dude is awesome, and, you know, he's a wrestling guy. But to a guy flipping through the channels, if you see Daniel Bryanson fighting some 54-year-old weird-looking, uh, you know, random Asian guy, like, who who wrestles a different style than traditionally you're used to, it, I don't think it's that, you know, I don't think it's that impressive. I don't think, like, it draws you in. It, it makes the product look weaker. Like, who is this old dude? And, you know, the argument is, well, you know, they could tell you who he is, but I don't think flipping through the channels, you give a shit that much. And, but, but the people who are hardcore wrestling fans, the completists to watch all the wrestling, mm-hmm. if they have a choice between watching some shitty wrestling on, uh, on WWE or seeing that match, chances are they're going to YouTube. So yeah. they, I thought it was smart that you, you were servicing the hardcore fans well, not ramming it down the casual fan's throat. And I thought that was, that was a brilliant play by Tony Khan that I understood. Uh, I'm sorry, this other guy did, but um, I, I get what he was doing there, and I respect it. And uh, it does show he, he does have some business acumen. Obviously, he does. But. Well, it makes sense. Um, yeah. For me, it, it's been a lot of fun watching what they're doing. And we had a great time going to the, the local wrestling shows that they did here. Um, would you go to Wintrust the night before, or are you working the night before Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm working. Yeah. I got offered a suite for that show, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can't do it either. What was it, 100 bucks? Food and drinks? Yeah, yeah. Would have been a hell of a deal. I, would, I totally would have been in, but yeah. I you know, just, you know that's the arena that the Chicago Sky just sold out twice. The, I, I heard that. The I first that two twice. sellouts in the arena's history. Now, granted, more than half of the arena's history has been during COVID. So, but, but. Hello, Clark and Santa Claus again. Hey, Santa, is there any chance that I could go to wrestling the day before Thanksgiving? Well, yes, you can, Clark. Enjoy. Uh, I don't can go, though. He needs to help me with a marriage. 
important project. <laughs> Wait, but Al should be able to go. Maybe he could. Maybe maybe you could work out a deal where he gets covered at his position and he could come. Well, I will see what I can do, but it's very unlikely. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Was that the sports machine that jumped in there? No, this is the evil sports machine. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm taking over the program known as the sports machine, and I've come to wreak havoc and hell on all I can sow. Oh my! You know what's good, Clark? You know what you're getting for Christmas? What am I getting for Christmas? The Bears versus the Buccaneers this Sunday, which they will lose. Great. 99% chance, 99% chance they lose. Wonderful. Wonderful. 99% chance that they lose to the Buccaneers. What time is that game? After a... Are they not even in the... Uh... It's an early game, Clark. I should have to tell you this. What am I, some kind of, uh, this isn't Google? I'm the evil sports machine. Go to your Google for that crap. I'm out of here. Well, welcome back, evil sports machine. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. Evil Go. What are you talking about, Clark? Al, George Michael and the sports machine was one of my favorite shows of all time. Ever. And now all of a sudden there's an evil version of that? I don't even understand. I'm a little pissed That's off. That's terrible. I'm I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? It was you. What? I just went and got some new coffee. Old coffee. It was old, you know. It's fresh coffee is the way of saying Did you? Uh, oh, anyway. uh, this morning I had to, I woke up early and made some coffee to, to drive my sister to the airport. Because uh, she uh, finally got rid of her, huh? She needed a ride. Yeah, so long, uh, Sister Clark. No. Happy trails. Uh, no, she drove in last night, got to hang out with the kids and the girls, and she had to fly for work to, to Dallas today. Needed to be to the airport by 5. I got her there by 20 till, because do you know how close we are to the airport, Al? Pretty damn close. It's pretty fucking nice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, got her there on time and everything, and... Uh, Came back home, and I got another hour and a half of sleep. I was home by 5. I just had to have her there by 5. It was great. I thought yeah, I had to go in for a work meeting today. I didn't shut up. Time. What time do you have to go to work? I had to get up at, like, noon. Yeah, that's early. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, you stop and you get tacos on the way home. And then sure. next thing you know, it's 3 o'clock, and, the, you know, the cat wants to play. And what? then I got to get a nap before the show. Then you took a nap before the show. And what, what time did you wake up for the show? That starts at six thirty. What what time did you wake up for the show that starts at six thirty? Six. What were you doing at six like thirty and six thirty one and six thirty three? I was making sure my I was I was getting the Al Archer sports machine ready to go. <laughs> All right, just making sure. Just making sure. I mean, element I gotta work the with folks there, were you know? listening. I almost started it without. Would you prefer that I do that next time so we're more on time? I know you're yeah, an on time guy. It's fine. You start. You get going. Well, I would have had a little bit of the bubbly then for the uh, Chicago sky and a little bit more. Uh, we're not oh, talking Chicago to any. Sky. 
This is the first week that uh, that we've left uh, the DFS talk. Are we going to let that fester for a week and then come back strong next week? Is that the idea? Because, man, I had, okay, I, I, I had a rough okay. week everywhere. You know I did in your league. Instead of taking first, I just went the exact opposite. And I said, let's go dead fucking last. Let's try that. Oh, you three, came in last? Three weeks in a row is the champ. Is the champ. Yeah, I took I took second last week. I took third this week. So the team's on the rise. There is a trophy. It came in the mail yesterday. I forgot I ordered it. All of a sudden, I look, there's a package on my porch. I open it up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and it was a trophy. So there, I was I was stoned, and I decided the league needs a trophy. Who's, I've created a point system for our uh, our league. Well, and who's in and, the lead uh, there, by so the way? it's not just the money. Who's, who's the champ in the points so far? I think you have a very strong lead. Um, you won three weeks in a row. No one has ever won back-to-back. So you, you did the three-peat. You're the first to do the three-peat. And, don't uh, don't say that too loud. You owe, if you say three P, you owe Pat Riley money because the the Bulls for all their merchandise had to oh, pay. They had to pay Pat Riley for three P because he thought he was going to get there with the Lakers before. Well, I, I Pat Riley, you know what Pat Riley, wherever you are with that stupid hair, you come see me if you want that money. Come talk to me in person. We'll Miami. see how much money you get. All right. So uh, as you were saying. What was I saying? Uh, you were going somewhere with the. Um, hang on, where were we? We're on fantasy. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh no, so I got the yeah, trophy. the trophy, I did, I did the and uh, somebody's won three games in a row. The three peat. I'm the champ. I lost this week. Who won? Did Loki win again? Who was the big winner this week? We could show that. We we Ross. should show that. So that's his second win of the up. year. So that's five out of the six of weeks the over Oh, it's was it? First win of the year. Okay. It's but, bullshit fact. So my buddy Ross and my buddy Joel have won a week, and I've won a week. And how many weeks have there been, Al? Six. Would, would you say that my guys are dominating your league so far? Like. Oh, you, you think the clock? Clark Army, the Clark bars. What, uh, the Clark bars are getting it done. Like, we're, we're, we're becoming strong. Is there any doubt? Is there any doubt that the Clark bars have won five out of six games in the in the in the league? Here, Joel, Loki, Clark. That's a lot of doubt. No, that's a fact. That is a fact, my friend. But man, I had a horrible showing, and I knew it. Al, it's all about prep. You just got to spend a little bit of fucking time on this thing. And I didn't. And I tried to get it done last minute. I grabbed a podcast to listen to. I tried to stumble it. Nothing to it. I need to do it a little bit ahead of time. That's it. Like, start well, a few days ahead. That's I made it. the decision to get off Kareem Hunt and, um, that was a and good, roll without Kareem Hunt. That was a good call. And, I ended up editing the team and putting Kareem Hunt in. Uh-huh. And if I would have stopped my original team, I would have won by like a, a lot. Like I would, I would have. Uh, I think I, I ended up putting up 175 points. The, I would have won by like 20 points. The fantasy footballers got me on the Browns too, because uh, because all of the uh, Cardinals were going to be on COVID list and shit. 
But what'd they do again? Yeah. The Cardinals won again. They fucking dominated the Browns. It was a smash, yeah. smash spot for the, for the running backs, for the Cleveland running backs. But oh, – Larcher. Um, I didn't realize Kareem he – Hunt was hurt. Look at this shit. He – Ross won with 150 points. 155 yeah, was, points. Was, like, like this week doesn't – like, that a boy, Ross, but Jesus. Nobody showed kind up. Of weeks, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so his winning in the this last week, guys. For those of you watching who are learning your DK through Al and I, he started Carson Wentz. Eh, for fifty four hundred bucks, seventeen points is. Taylor was a good play this week, and so was Khalil Herbert. And Clark, you lost some money this week. Yeah, I did. I noticed your total there is getting a little lower. It was, it was all right, all right, pal. Hey, 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 hey. Somebody got a little aggressive. Yeah, he did. A little aggressive without any prep. All right, let's go back. But we're okay. We're okay because the sky, that, that, the sky won me money on the uh, sports book side, so it was fine. That is that is one of the keys of gambling. Make sure you don't increase or decrease the bankroll you're going with every week. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, I mean, you're going to tilt yourself and you're going to bet inappropriately. And you generally bet inappropriately on losing weeks. Well, and then you take big losses. And and that that's the thing there, Al, that uh, that I'll I'll be quite honest about. Like, I uh, playing the opposites, and we talked about this last week, is playing the opposites, like playing one team and then playing a, a different team completely. And I've been getting chat. Okay. This whole team, and then I play that whole team. I'll be okay. And I went with like the Kansas City stack and the Ravens stack. Both were not that great. Lamar, Lamar disappointed. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a hard yeah. week to really find find the uh, well, soft spot. And in the and, first uh, bye week is tough. It, it's harder. You, I, I needed to spend more time on it than I did, and and this week I spent less time than I ever have. So or than I have in a long time. So. But then you put three teams in the Millie Maker instead of you've been averaging two. I usually put two. I I forget why I put three. Hang on. Um, yeah, yeah. I put three in it because. Um, oh, you did a Justin Herbert stack, Lamar. Are you watching my team? Double stack. Yeah, I'm looking at your teams. Public public information, pal. Fair. No, no, no. I want you to look at it. No, I get it. Um, I, I, I had realized one of the mistakes I made after I had already made it. And I think it might've been hunt actually. It, it could have been. And then I, I didn't go back to switch it because I didn't have time. Again, it was about spending the right amount of time in it. And I just did not. I, I failed. You, you want to pull yourself up there, Clark? I'm trying. Oh, there we go. Who's this? That's me. Can you zoom it at all, Al? Can you do the uh, the control plus, or if it's Apple, do the other? I mean, what are you looking at? A phone? No, I'm I looking at my computer my screen. screen. I, you know, I I mean, I can pull it up on the TV, but are you in the big? Are you in big mode on the uh, restream app? No, because I have to do that. Yeah, just pull that up. Just go uh, pull that into your full screen. <laughs> But also, I mean, I think a lot of people watch this on their phone, so maybe it would 
Yeah, why would we make it easier for other people to watch? Yeah, we should. They should. Get them That's what you want your listeners to do. Oh yeah, Antonio Gibson tanked for you. That was a stupid move. No tone tonight. Oh, yeah. My my footballers. They told me go for Gibson in cash. And I think I think this is my cash lineup that I put into the because you know you always mention about going cash lineup or not cash lineup, and I and I agree with you all the time, except that sometimes I think being an outlier and playing the cash liner lineup in the uh, tournament lineup works. I do. Waste of time. Um, depending on the field size. Like if you're talking about a tournament of like 100 people, sure. If you're talking about the Millie Maker, you're just burning but, money. Okay. It also, let, less games hurts me, right? Like there's less games now. Well, I, I like the last games. I like that there was a game in London in the bye week. How'd you do with the last games. games then? I did okay. It was probably my best week in uh, tournament play. Nice. Um, I had 20 rosters in the Millie Maker, and I lost $70. Um, you had three in the Millie Maker, and you lost $60. So, you know. That's uh, the first time I've done that all year, though. Like, I've yeah, always come I mean, out 20 ahead or even, or, like, 60 ahead or even. Like, I've done really well so far, but I, I fucked up this week, and it's fine. You know, last week I took, like, a $300 loss playing those 20 teams, so to only lose $70 this week, um, I was okay with. And let me see if I can pull me up here. I think it is. Okay. Hey, Al. Al. Um, my, yeah. Al. I need to ask you this quietly because they might be listening, but have you gotten any more emails? Have I have you, not. Have you and Ed gotten any more emails? As of right now, I have not. Okay. When did it come last week? Um, I think Wednesday. Oh, so, yeah. okay. Let's talk tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so my, my best team only took 5,651st place which isn't great. And it was a Joe Burrow stack. I had Burrow, Mixon, and Jamar Chase, and I ran it back with uh, nobody because uh, I just didn't feel Detroit had anybody worth playing. Well, I thought track. Jace was better than that. Uh, Hawkinson didn't feel that great? He, you know, he's banged up, and for the yeah. price of a tight end, yeah, I, I just didn't want to go there. Yeah. Um, and then I think the other guy was St. Brown. I just, like, I knew he didn't have a ceiling I liked, so I thought it was kind of pointless. It was futile just to kind of put the money towards that. So We needed more Rams, Al. We needed more Rams. Cooper Cup again. Yeah. DJ yeah, Moore did the points. Oh, you I, don't have Mooney on I, this one at least. Okay. I think the stack, uh, the the stack actually wasn't the Rams. I think it was the um, Tampa Bay was the smart stack. Or let me see. I, I had this conversation with Ed. Um, yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah. So no, no, it was Cousins. So if you played Stafford and Woods, you spent a lot of money and you got sixty-two points. If you spent, if you played Cousins, Thielen, and Osborne, you got eighty-two points. So that was the stat. Yeah, it was. That's where you wanted to be. And but, that, uh, that's where people made their money this week. My goal was to beat Chipotle expert addict this week, and 
he um he, he he plays higher than me, but he lost more money, so I'll take it. Yep. Man, he ran with some Denver stacks. His best stack was a Denver stack. I was considering it. I mean, I won I won my tournament last year off a of Denver stack, but man, it's hard to see Teddy Bridgewater uh, go for those twenty five points. And then uh, Noah Fant got there, and then he double stacked it with Tim Patrick. I think you just needed a skinny stack in there and just go with a single. Yeah. Uh, run it back. Who did he run it back with? Nobody? Yeah. Didn't, run, didn't have a run back. One of the things I did this week um, is I increased percentage of wide receiver projections on wide receivers who were playing opposite of the running backs I really liked, if it made sense. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but... Um, all right, say that one more time. So if there was a running back I liked this week and he had a receiver on the other side of the ball going against him that mm-hmm. I liked, I put a rule in my in my um, uh, optimizer mm-hmm. to if, if let's say, uh, Delvin Cook was in the lineup, add 20% projection to the receiver he was playing against. So... Let me, I'll, I'll just actually show you what I, what I end up doing. It's yeah. easier. No, please do. Yeah. How did you decide? If this was, would, would you need the running back to be really in the checked. lead? Would you need the running back to be in the lead? Was that your idea? Because you know, if yeah, you're running the, back yeah, with the wide receiver, correct. that makes sense, right? Correct. the The idea is the running back is t- these are generally running backs who are you know, yeah. who uh, are going to. Wired to get the carries during the lead. Um, so I had, if Aaron Jones is in one of my lineups, increase Darnell Mooney by 20%. <laughs> so if the Packers are winning and they're running away and the Bears are playing from behind and the ball is going to Darnell Mooney, um, you Makes know, sense. he's going to yeah. project a little better. He's going to yep. have a 20% increase. I did it with Herbert versus Adams. Yep. Uh, Chuba Hubbard and Justin Jefferson. Delvin Cook and DJ Moore. So those are the guys I really liked. So so um, th- those guys made sense to me. I don't know if it actually paid off. I don't I don't think it actually uh, the strategy worked. But uh, I still have to go and review my game theories. Uh, but you know it's fun just to try different things. Absolutely. See if you can find things that'll that'll help give you an edge. And I don't mean for. to refute your conversation, but I just had a memory of when. Courtney Vandersloot made a sweet dish off to Stephanie Dolson when they had the lead, and it just kind of put the game away. Phenomenal. I, I, and I know that you think it's annoying, Al, but I just want to tell you that I actually really enjoyed watching the basketball games. I wasn't just trying to be your annoying friend on Facebook about the sky. Like I really watched these games, I enjoyed them, and I regretted not right. well, well, not bringing my daughter there. But they are also a little bit too young; like they don't have the memory of it. So I would, I'll bring them to games in the upcoming years, and I'm very excited to do so. And it'll that, be annoying, that, that, and it, it'll not, always annoy you. I hope that's okay. That's not the annoying part, but that's not the annoying part. The annoying part is you getting a that, like you're just a killjoy. You're no, I'm not a killjoy. Joy. 
that's you not having that's you. having fun with it in with a negative connotation. You are a killjoy. I mean, listen, but, you are but there's no reason for somebody to jump okay. onto my feed where I'm celebrating this, and they jump in to say that and oh, and they jump in and go oh something that nobody cares about. Uh, you're telling me that I don't fucking care about it. You're attacking me. Not just what you. Shit. What? Why are you attacking me for liking this? Why? Isn't it rude that somebody jumps onto my page and tells me it makes a joke? Oh, no, they're fine. I don't. It's not a joke though. Somebody, somebody says, "Hey, buddy, it's not funny." Like that's what they said. Or they, they said, "Hey, it's not, it's not good that like that they won the championship in a in a league that doesn't matter." That's what pisses me. I don't off. think that's what they. I don't think somebody that's said, "Oh, Chicago's trying to celebrate championships." For leagues that nobody watches. And it's like, well, fuck you, dude. I enjoyed yeah, I mean, actually somebody, watching this team. It's I, probably somebody from like Green Bay, and that's funny. No, like, it's somebody like, from yeah. New York who doesn't know okay. anything. Yeah, so they're in another city. They're in another market. Like, guys celebrating the, uh, you know. You, Good night you wanna, to the live blog hours. talk listeners. Good night, live blog talk listeners. Uh, we'll see you later. Podcasters yeah, you'll, 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 still get us. You, you you won $20 on a scratch-off, and you're celebrating. I mean, that's what it's like. You're taking pictures with the local guy at 7-Eleven. To you, that's what I'm doing. But to many others, I'm not. Like, But that's a joke. That's what You you don't understand the humor and what he's going for. Yeah, but... Yes, does, he's but, being a dick. He's being a dick. That's but, but does he not realize that he's shitting on the product? Or does he not oh, care? It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a yes, deal. Yes, it is. He like he's care. he's saying that it doesn't important. matter. He's saying that it doesn't matter to anybody. When you know it matters what? a lot NASCAR to a lot of people, so there's no there's no reason to NASCAR shit on means a lot to a lot of people. It means nothing to me. Are you kidding Baseball me? Bubba Wallace got his first win a week ago. Michael Jordan's team twenty uh, team twenty three. Wow, my guy. Bravo. Kurt Busch, Bravo. nothing. Nothing, Kurt Busch. Kyle Busch. So nothing. If I make a NASCAR joke, it's just you know, it, it's a good fun. It's well, then may, maybe before before it means nothing to you, maybe you should realize that it means something to a friend of yours, and then figure Mark, that. Out. I want you to. I want I want you to thank me for enlightening. Al, me. Al, do you know what? That was very kind. Al, what You're you? Welcome. All thank right. You. Thank Thank you for enlightening me, Al. You could use one of these because you are lit up really well. But you could use one of those. Yeah, like I was actually, and that crossed my mind. I go, I'm jealous of Clark's lighting. <laughs> I turned it down. I think I, fi- I think I got the right amount and the right. There's like, man, I used to do, imp- I, I used to do an impersonation of Urkel as a kid, and now I wonder if it's fucking offensive. I'm, I'm offended already. You yeah, of course it. you are. Of course you are. Nighty hole, good neighbor. Wow, my lighting's good because I think I—I I don't think I look great. Yeah, it is. I think I got no, no, too much gray in the stand. You pop. Yeah. It looks—it looks more television quality than you know. I'm sitting in the dark. I got a fucking lamp right there. Well, I mean that's it. There's been a good moon the last few nights. Oh, hey, how's uh, everybody's been dying to know here on live at the sports uh, attic? What is the what have the last two days been like in the attic? Is it too warm again, or or there's enough breeze probably? Cause right now in the attic, it is steamy, Clark. It is hot up there. <laughs> Way too hot. It's popping in this club. Perfect. 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 
the um the air conditioner it's still out I've had to shower less in the last uh week since the last time we talked, so that helps That's it hasn't good. it hasn't been as humid, not quite as humid uh the nights have gotten cold enough. oh, I bet you've had some good attic nights, cold enough. You're fine. Yeah, no, not really. No I shit. Get down to like fifty. Like I got the window wide. No, up. no, no. It, 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 it got down below fifty. It, it got down in the forties. I'm talking about night. daytime temperatures. Oh, okay. You you can't get have it get hot at all because it probably doesn't cool down until about four in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. I, I mean, it's it's warm in there right now. It is. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, well I think everything that needs to be said has been said. You got our outro? I mean I feel like this the time is right just to say good night. I feel like you should do the outro music because mine is gets overmodulated as you mentioned earlier. Well, thank you once again, fellow fans, fellow neighbors. Neighbors of the Sports Addict, fans of the Larcher and Lord Sports Show, the Clark Bars, the Alcoholics, all of you for uh, joining us on this journey through recent time. We want to thank our guests for uh, calling in today. Uh, Lauren, Clark's uh, Clark's, uh, uh, better half, uh, Santa Claus, and our producer, the Sports Machine, for uh, making things happen. Um, and with that, I wish to bid you a fond adieu. Congratulations to the uh, sky. <laughs> uh, to the faithful listener, I'm sorry I was celebrating the sky victory a bit too hard tonight, but uh, have a good night.